catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Friday morning, February 4th. I'm Julia Cooper, and this is The Point from WUFT News. After struggling financially, one of Alachua County's only golfing spaces closed to the public in 2011. Despite the closure, Turkey Creek Golf Club provided a haven for young golfers of different backgrounds to practice the sport, even before its official reopening in January of 2021. I spoke with WUFT's Ryan Haley about what the volunteer-based course means to community members and the people dedicating their time to run it. So I actually initially got the idea because um, we wanted to do a one-year follow-up on Turkey Creek, which uh, closed down in 2011 uh, after uh, it hit some hard times, I believe. It started around the um, economic recession of 2008. The course started struggling a little bit, and in 2011, it closed its doors. Um, and then last January, it reopened. So initially, I went there to see the state of the course, and then I talked to a few people. And one of the most overwhelming things that I heard from everybody was just how committed the course was to youth golf and public golf and being one of the few courses in the area that does that. And so I looked into it and in the story, it mentioned there are two fully public golf courses in Alachua County. And based on the ratio of the number of people in the U.S. compared to the number of public golf courses in the U.S. and then comparing that to like Alachua County's population, it really should have eight or nine just to give people like similar access. So like an obviously an average is going to be dragged up and down by outliers, but it's still you have less than a quarter of the number of public golf courses in Alachua County that you should have to match that. And so Turkey Creek kind of really committed. I mean, one of the people who started Turkey Creek was a longtime uh, physical education teacher at Santa Fe High School and um, a longtime coach. And so they gave a bunch of high schools the chance to practice there for free. And then I talked to someone from the Gator Junior Golf Association who said that before the course even opened, the course had a little like three-hole practice course. And when all the other courses shut down for COVID, they gave that three-hole practice course up to the Gator Junior Golf Association and were like, hey, like you guys need a place to do your clinics, like do them here. No one's out here. And this isn't a course that like is closed down because we're worried about COVID. This is, of course is just closed anyway. So like literally no one's going to come out here, like just do your lessons here. And that was when it really stuck out to me of like, A, how few chances there were for public golf courses to really give lessons like that to kids in Alachua County. And B, just how much Turkey Creek really was kind of trying to pick up the slack a little bit, even though that wasn't the way they were phrasing it. It was just something that they were really, really committed to. But I realized speaking to the Gator Junior Golf Association, how much public golf means to a community when it doesn't have a lot of it. You talked a bit about this already, but what's the full scope of services that Turkey Creek provides to the community? So Turkey Creek is uh, a fully public course, which means that anyone can roll up in Alachua County and play. Part of a lot, I mean, they have an 18-hole course, they have a, uh, a driving range, a chipping green, they have a, a, a yeah, like a 19th hole like bar area that's owned by another company that's also there for like socializing. But the the main gist of it is just being able to somewhere for people to both like hit balls and to play golf in an area where every other course except Turkey Creek and Ironwood, you have to be a member and you have to pay a lot of fees. And so it's really, it's a place in Alachua County where people can just show up, like, I want to hit a bucket of balls, or like, I want to play around. And like, this is the only time I'll have time for it. This is the only time I want to do it. So like, it kind of fills that niche of like, people who don't want to either don't want to play super often or don't have the money to be a member, but they still want to play golf. Is there anything that didn't make it into the article, but you thought was important while you were reporting? There is, I guess this, this wasn't really, this didn't really wind up with uh, fitting in with the story angle that I took. 
but it kind of fit like the vibe of Turkey Creek as a whole a little bit. And this, like I say, this is a total compliment, but Turkey Creek is an absolute labor of love. Everyone who works there as of right now, or as of when I uh, went for reporting the story two weeks ago, uh, everyone who worked there was a volunteer. Almost everyone who got the course up and running was a volunteer, relied on a large amount of community labor of just people who loved the course, uh, putting their time and effort and money into it to get it back up and running because of how much living, like having a golf course community meant to them. So there was one, when I went in there and reported, there was one guy who I actually didn't wind up quoting in the story. Uh, Tom Speckman, I believe his name was, who was a volunteer in the pro shop. And he had to interrupt our interview halfway through because someone walked in and said the ball machine was broken. So he went into the back, like he went like back behind the desk and had to like scoop range balls out of, out of a huge bin into a bucket and give them to the guy. And I felt like that story just kind of encapsulated the entire vibe of Turkey Creek in like the best possible way of like, it's still a work in progress. It's not, it's never going to claim to be the nicest, most well-funded golf course in Alachua County, but it's such a labor of love from everyone involved in it. And you could really just tell it's a work in progress and everyone I spoke to said it's a work in progress, but um, that was one thing that like kind of stuck out about the course that didn't wind up being the final angle of the story. Um, but you really got that vibe from everyone you spoke to there. That was WUFT reporter Ryan Haley on the Turkey Creek Golf Club's impact on Alachua County a year after its reopening. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Traffic increases in Florida have led to a rise in hit-and-run crashes reported by Florida Highway Patrol. According to WTSP, Florida Highway Patrol officials say that traffic has led to more crashes overall and more drivers not stopping after a crash. FHP reports that hit-and-run cases have increased by 17% from 2020. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission has found that the Naples Zoo is not at fault for a tiger attack that occurred last December. According to CBS Miami, FWC officials say that 26-year-old River Rosenquist ignored signage and barriers that led to off-limits areas of the zoo. Zoo officials say that Rosenquist, who works for a third-party cleaning company, climbed over a barrier into the habitat of an eight-year-old Malayan tiger where he was subsequently attacked. A new study released this week has found that a cocktail of prescription drugs is finding its way into South Florida's bonefish population. According to Florida Keys News, everything from antidepressants to opioids have been found in the flesh of bonefish that reside in the Biscayne Bay. Over 58 different types of drugs were detected, and in one case, a single bonefish was found to have 17 medications in its system. Researchers say that a sewage system not designed to filter out pharmaceuticals is to blame. They hope to track how these medications might be affecting bonefish behavior, reproduction, and feeding habits, as well as if other fish species have been similarly impacted. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories in your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Julia Cooper, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Friday.